Hi everyone, this is Michelle with Mishmash. How's everyone doing? I hope good. I hope wonderful. I'm doing all right. I'm doing, I'm, I don't know what the hell is going on with me, honestly. I feel like circumstances are, are, are crazy. Like, and I'm not going to go into detail, but I feel like everything around me is shit, is like burning. And I'm like, it's fine. But not like in the meme with the dog where it's like, fake (laughs) or I don't know I always take it as fake but maybe it's not fake but I mean like in the sense that I might look around and there's flames but I just see like beautiful colors like oh look there's there's an aurora aurora borealis of like reds and, and oranges and blues you know like I don't know I'm just seeing things so much more different where it's like nothing's bothering me and I probably shouldn't say that I shouldn't jinx it I shouldn't fucking jinx it please don't shit on me more life thank you but uh it's just like this weird thing where i'm in a situation i'm in situation a situation or situations whatever that i've been in so many times before and it's given me so much anxiety i've been so like angry and sad and just confused and like just in a very bad way and i'm sitting here like chilling like I'm good, like, things will turn around, it's fine, you know, whatever, so I'm finding that very interesting, but I had to come and talk about uh, a few things, so, and and it all leads together, and it's all kind of about Romeo and Juliet, sort of, yes and no, but um, this, this, I want to sit there and pump it up so much and be like, it's so crazy. I mean, I don't know how crazy it is, but I find it really cool and, like, interesting. So, um, today I had the feeling. I had the, I don't know, I was meditating today, and I don't really meditate, as you guys know. I don't really meditate too much anymore, and I probably should more, but I, you know, whatever. I, I was meditating today, and... I heard the song and I can't even fucking remember it. It wasn't even that long ago. It was like maybe two hours ago or something, but I don't remember the song. I just know it was a song in the movie Romeo and Juliet and it was just playing it again and again and again in my head. So I was like, oh, I should probably watch this movie. That's, you know, whatever. And I was like, I don't know why. Like, I loved this movie so much when I was a teenager, like fucking obsessed with this movie, okay? So I was like, I know this movie inside out pretty much not as much as like the little mermaid side note but like still I watch it a lot I know this movie well so I'm not sure what the lesson could be but I'm just gonna watch it and see what might stick out to me whatever so I watch it I enjoy it I totally get why I was obsessed with it when I was younger because Leonardo DiCaprio in this movie is like peak deliciousness okay first of all (laughs) second of all like the story is so damn compelling and the 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 scenery is like fucking gorgeous and it's just done so well and i really appreciate like i really hated it when i was a teen that they kept um shakespearean language in it um or old like i don't know if it's shakespearean or old english or whatever the fuck it is but the old language that's used in the books or or what the hell do you call those <laughs> outing myself as ignorant right now 
uh, I was gonna be like poems, but it's not poem. It's plays, plays. <laughs> uh, the language in the plays, um, uh, they kept that in the movie, and as a teen, I really, really hated that because I was like, I don't fucking understand. But the movie did help me understand the story in general and, and the play in general. So, as an adult, I was like. I kind of really fucking love that. I love it because it does help you understand the language a bit more. Um, and also, as an adult, I can listen to what they're saying a bit more and and uh, get it. Like, I, I feel, as a teen, I was probably just more captivated with Leonardo DiCaprio and um, a little bit of Paul Rudd. You know, Paul Rudd's always cute, so... Yeah, <laughs> I was more into that, so I didn't get a chance to really listen to the words so much, and I, you know, I just didn't have as much knowledge to really understand what they were saying, but the message I was still understood. Now as an adult, I could actually understand what they were saying more, um, and it just, it fleshes out the story a lot more in a way that I hadn't understand so much as a kid that I do now, so I really, really appreciated it. So, back to my story, right? I'm like, what the fuck was I even talking about? <laughs> what was the point of this? So, um, anyway, I was I was watching it, and I kind of, I, I finished it, and I, I felt like I got the point of what I was supposed to learn, which was, you know don't rush into things don't don't try to force things don't try to speed things up let things happen as they're supposed to unfold and um I kind of wanted to talk to my husband about it but he was upstairs in our room he was like taking a break he was chilling out so um a little bit later he came downstairs and he's like I had this dream I gotta tell you about it Tell me, tell me why his dream wasn't the same fucking message. I is I don't want to go into detail about that because, it, like, I don't know. I feel like dreams are very personal, so I wouldn't share his dream. Like, I'll only share my own dreams. But basically, the message was to like stop trying to force things, stop trying to make things happen. Just let things happen as they are supposed to roll out. And I was like, stop. That's so funny. Like, let me tell you what happened to me. And what's even funnier, <laughs> what's even fun, so uh, first of all, we're both came coming to the same epiphany at the same time, right? Then he's like, yeah, you know, what's funny, I, I saw that movie, it, we have like a box of DVDs, uh, you know, obviously we don't watch a lot of DVDs right now, or ever, <laughs> we don't watch a lot of DVDs ever, but we're kind of like, we don't have internet right now, so we're like watching DVDs um anyway but he's like um I pulled that movie out I just I thought to pull that movie out like a few days ago and I was like shut the fuck up because probably right before you pull it out of the box and I think I forgot to mention we have a box of DVDs and either I just said that or I started saying it and didn't finish. But anyway, we have a box of DVDs. So, <laughs> um, since we don't need them, uh, it just lives in a box. Anyway, so I was like, I looked in the box 
and I noticed that that movie was there and I was like, oh, you know, I don't really watch that movie. I'm, I'm not going to pull it out. And then I was looking in the box for it today when I felt compelled to watch it after my meditation and I couldn't find it obviously so uh, something told me to look in the living room and that's where it was like neatly put aside like it's so fucking funny like things just kind of worked out that way um I thought it was just so interesting and I was like that's just one of those things where I'm like if I wasn't a believer I would I would really have to question my beliefs at this moment because everything just kind of worked in sync. Like, spirit was definitely making things happen so we could get the messages that we needed to receive, which was the same fucking message, and we got it in our own ways. So, um, just really, really interesting, really funny that that even happened. And so I wanted to share that with you. Like, you know, I don't know. Proof, <laughs> proof that nothing nothing is meaningless everything everything no there are no coincidences that's what I wanted to say everything has meaning right that's what I was trying to say (laughs) anyway so back to the movie though like I said I love this movie and I think I enjoy it now as an I enjoy it more now as an adult than I did when I was younger but it's really funny so it's kind of like the same feeling I had when I watched Little Mermaid as an adult and like with kids and I couldn't relate to Ariel anymore I related more to King Triton which was like you know bitch you don't know this dude how can you say you're in fucking love like you don't know this dude chill the fuck out like stay down here and just like be your little princess self like what the hell's wrong with you like listen to me first of all i know more than you i'm older than you stop going against my will and what i'm trying to say (laughs) like what the fuck um that was an interesting experience the first time i had that and so like the same kind of thing happened when i watched romeo and juliet because again when I was younger I was like oh my god these lovers this is so romantic oh my god if only he just held on for one more second oh my god they could just live their perfect lives oh my god and they can't live without each other oh my god and now I'm watching it like bitch you dumb as hell Romeo what the fuck and so it's interesting too that I kind of saw that, like, you could see this throughout the movie, throughout the play, if you read it. Like, Romeo was just, he is dumb as hell. Well, I shouldn't say that. He's not dumb, but he is just very, very emotional. He's very, very dramatic. Like, he's just, like, so upset over Rosaline, and it was like, that wasn't anything. But you were just so torn up about it. And then in a flip, in a fucking second, he sees Juliet, and what, he's in love? he's in love enough to get married with this chick it's like okay which i think the priest guy brought that up like dude you were just madly in love brokenhearted with this other chick so now you're in love with this other woman that you just met like you're (laughs) when you say you're in love it's not from the heart it's (laughs) something else bitch stop listening to that thing and listen to your heart and chill the fuck out but he's so impulsive and just like he's just team too much and he's just running you know getting into all sorts of dramas and it's just non-stop like he is truly truly team too fucking much 
he doesn't chill the fuck out he doesn't wait he's impatient as hell like this is romeo in a nutshell throughout this whole damn thing throughout this whole story and it's funny not funny haha but interesting i guess to see it kind of culminate at the end where (laughs) it drove me crazy because i this is the first time i think i was just so like emotional as a teen that i missed this part in the movie where when he goes like when he finds out that juliet's dead and him and his friend go to see her like right when they drive off the the delivery guy was right fucking there like he was right about to deliver him something this dude didn't even fucking see like he's so in his own bullshit like he didn't even see that delivery guy right there you would think he'd be like oh shit there's a there's a delivery guy with what looks like to be a letter maybe that's from the priest hold on let me not do anything just so let me get this package see what this letter says like nope he's off he gone okay so he goes off and goes to juliet and i mean it drives me in fucking singing because he's like oh you're so beautiful you don't even look dead you still have um rosy cheeks and rosy lips like bitch that means she ain't dead that like i don't understand that means she ain't dead right it's like he remarks on this a few times so it's like I don't know. It's just so annoying. Like, I kind of tapped out. I emotionally tapped out at this moment. I was like, bitch, you dumb as fuck. Go ahead, kill yourself. Go fuck ahead. If that's what you want to do. If you want to be stupid, you sit there seeing that she looks alive as hell. You want to pass people who are trying to give you messages. You don't want to sit for a motherfucking second. It just... I don't know. Like, I can understand. He doesn't know that she's alive. And if he just waits a second, that she'll, she'll come alive. But it's like just chill the fuck out like if he wasn't so impulsive so quick to act then i think a normal person (laughs) might have waited like just a day or so and then maybe you'd be like okay i'm gonna kill myself like life isn't worth living you know but that is not how Romeo rolls and like it was just irritating as hell to me like dude just sit down for a goddamn minute that's it that's it if you just sit down for a goddamn minute so many things could be different but you never do that (laughs) so I found that to be really really annoying and interesting um and I'm also kind of like, when Julia woke up and she sees that her man poisoned himself, why not? And I mean, maybe because they were really young and they didn't know better, but I don't know. But I'm like, why would he, she be like, look, let's try to make you throw up? Like, I don't know if that would work because it seems like the guy who sold the poison was like, oh, instantly, this is instant. So maybe it would have worked but wouldn't it be worth a try like i sure sure as fuck would have tried that like let's let's try to make you throw up let's try to get this out of your system like you just fucking took it it can't be that quick i mean especially julia doesn't know it's instant (laughs) like why i would be like no throw up let's do something like put my fingers down your throat you're gonna throw up get that out of your system really quick 
like no she's like oh shit you just took it let me kiss your lips and maybe I can get some of that poison too no that didn't work cool I'll just kill myself with the gun okay bye what the hell (laughs) what the hell is with these two but I feel like in general Juliet has more sense than Romeo Romeo is just too too fucking much he's too much driving me crazy sit down little boy sit the fuck down you shouldn't be marrying anybody you shouldn't be dating anybody to be honest just sit the fuck down other thing I found kind of interesting and I didn't understand the language enough where I know that this is true but this is kind of what I got from it but it seems like Capulets are a lot more violent they are they are a lot more invested in this feud than Montague's okay because <laughs> I'm just like we start at the beginning and we start with Montague's and they're talking about their 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 beef with the Capulets and they're like the guy Benvolio or whatever he's like look that's between them like the the masters like let's we not start and shit basically which I I really like Benvolio because he seemed to be kind of like Romeo but with sense you know he's like I'm not trying to start anything but you know shit gets started we are definitely gonna rub for our family which you know fine that makes sense but then here comes the fucking Capulets and they are ready to go they ready to blow some heads I mean to the point where when oh god I can't remember his name but Juliet's cousin John Leguizamo in the movie <laughs> to the point where he, when he sees Romeo at the party this huge party the whole fucking town's there and he's like oh I'm about to kill this dude and uh Julia's dad had to be like chill the fuck out my dude we're having a big party everyone's here like let it fucking go take care of that shit another day and he's like nah he's here I'm gonna kill him now (laughs) and Julia's dad had to slap some goddamn sense at him like bitch you better stay the fuck down don't do anything I'll kill you that's their threat for everything and it apparently is like very like it's not just the threat like I go around saying I'll kill people all the time but I don't mean it not even a little bit um in this world they mean that shit and they be throwing around that threat like all the time and mean it um so yeah I like I don't understand I don't understand like they never explain why there's this beef between them and I'm like you're not even like the head like I don't know in the movie it seems like there's two companies but you know family run companies I don't know (laughs) I don't know if that's how it was supposed to come off in the movie but that's how it comes off but I mean like either way it's like why why are you so damn invested like I get being like oh you're my enemy but to me it makes more sense to be like Benvolio but I'm very peace-loving anyways so I guess with that in mind I I don't know that's just how I see things but I'm like why are you that invested where you're like oh shit I just saw Montague I'm gonna have to kill him like now right right this second (laughs) like my body will not let me cool off chill out until I see blood like whoa it it can't be that serious it just can't be I mean like that was very interesting to me and then I also realized 
<laughs> as much as we saw Juliet's family and them going on like they're just so violent like the dad's sitting there beating up the mom and the maid and julia because julia doesn't want to marry this other dude right like and the mom is super dismissive like whatever i don't know they're just very violent and angry over there um and then over at the montagues i was like wait i didn't see mom and dad until like the end of the movie like they're at the beginning but then you don't see them again until the end and so they're just like the Montagues are there living their best lives being unbothered and just trying to not get killed by the fucking Capulets and the Capulets are just going off every other second pretty much and they are so bothered by the Montagues like they are so fucking bothered they are watching them stalking them seeing where they're at and if they see them on site they're gonna kill (laughs) like it's so insane I was like are you serious calm down but what I thought was really interesting too so I'm like there's these two kind of opposites from what I gathered you know Capula is super hyped up Montague's super chill but then you have Juliet who's really fucking chill like I thought it was really interesting that she always had this angel imagery like she's at the party she was dressed like an angel and in her room there's a bunch of angels and I'm like she does come up very chill like angelic like she's not really part of that even though she's a Capulet, she's not really part of that. And then there's Romeo, who is not chill at all. And I mean, like, not necessarily super violent. I don't think he ever means to be, but he's just so, like, all over the place, insane, that, sure, it would make sense that he would kill somebody and not, like, think about it. You know, like, his best friend got killed, so he's like, I'm gonna go kill this guy who killed my best friend. And he'd be like, oh, fuck, that was my wife's cousin. That sucks. And then goes fucks his wife for the first time. That was an interesting story. I was like, really? This is how you doing it? And like, I was so intrigued because I was like, really? He came to Julia after killing her cousin and she's really upset by it. And he's not coming in like, shit, I'm really sorry, Julia. Like, fuck, I just killed your cousin. But let me explain the whole thing. No, he just came up and they fucked. And that was it. I was like, wow, okay. But if Julia likes it, I love it. Whatever, okay? (laughs) But I just found it really interesting that, yeah, like, Capulets are really hyped, but Julia's chill. The Montagues are really chill, and and Romeo is really hyped. Which, maybe that's why they're attracted to each other. They just saw their families in each other, you know? I don't know. So, anyway, that's that. (laughs) That's just shit I found interesting that I never really noticed before watching this movie I can't say reading the play although I read it I definitely didn't understand enough of it for me to be like it had any effect on me so anything that I get from uh, Romeo and Juliet is definitely based off the movie but I just found that interesting a lot of it inter- like the whole movie was interesting at a whole nother level that I never saw before so I'll probably watch it again soon just to pick up on more stuff like I don't know I got such a kick out of it but anyway, that's all I have for you guys. I just kind of want to share that. I thought it was really funny. Um, but if you guys have any questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to email me at themishmosh at gmail.com. And be sure to check out my Facebook at Mishmash Podcast. And I will catch you guys later. I love you.